0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Patriots Monday, right here on the <laughs> network <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: Yes. I always like to say the Patriot Massacre. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was yesterday.
0: It was 54 points. Was it 54? 50-something. Yeah. Anyway. Well, good morning. I am Ron Kolick, your host. You keep it around with the unknown, unexplained, and unbelievable. With me, my co-host, the Professor Lou
1: Blase. Morning, everyone. So, uh, say happy birthday to Leslie.
0: Yeah, I always forget her birthday.
1: Yeah, I do. (laughs) It's today. Yeah, I know. I sent her a
0: thing, I put pictures on or something. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures out there. Anyway, so, um, anyways, it is the anniversary. Is it today? Yeah, I think it's the anniversary of the Statue of Liberty.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? No. What do you know about the Statue of Liberty? Uh, came from France. Yeah. Disassembled. They assembled it here, right? Yeah. Um. That's about it. There's a replica in. Uh, there's tons of replicas in Paris. There's a sister.
0: There's a bunch of them in Paris. And there's, there? there's five Statue of Liberty replicas in Paris. I should have got the. You know, I you had. I only this... know
1: that from National Treasure, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I. Uh, I. The comics did a nice little thing on it, and I meant to cut it up and bring it in. And I forgot. And the comics? Yeah, yeah. You know the regular Sunday comics. Oh. oh, if you read the newspaper, which probably only six people in the world do, besides myself. But uh, yeah, the comics—they always have this little kids section, and yeah, it's always good. You get
1: some—I
0: get some great information
1: from it, and it's. You I know. should have suspected because someone came out recently with a new documentary on the Statue of Liberty. Did they really? Yeah. It just. Like last week, it, it came out and they were promoting it, and I forget where now. So, but it was originally
0: um, modeled after an Egyptian woman. Really? Yep. Uh, it was, let's see, many historians say the Statue of Liberty was modeled after Librias, the Roman goddess of freedom. However, sculptor Frederick Auguste Bartholodi, who's the guy that actually did it, was first inspired by a colossal figure. Uh, figures guarding Nubian tomb. <clears throat> <and> tomb.
1: <clears throat> okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. He developed a long life uh, passion for large scale public monuments. Large scale yes. women? Is that okay. yeah. yeah. Actually, and that's one of the things in here. Uh, anyways, Bartholomew uh, designed a monumental statue of a Rome clad woman representing Egypt to stand at Port, uh, port Said. Yeah, and not the end of the canal. The prototype uh, of the statue, the Egyptian carrying the light of Asia, is actually the prototype of the statue. Of Liberty. if you see it, you can actually it does look like it. But anyways, and she's she's skinny too, by the way.
1: Which one? Um, which one is this model?
0: It was. Uh, it's in Egypt. It's at the uh, port. S A I D. It's called Egypt carrying the light of a to Asia. If you look at it, it's it's almost identical. And it,
1: yep. Okay, i look it. at it. I'm working on it. Okay, oh, I got a side by side
0: here. Okay, there you go. Oh, you have a side by side? You can th- throw it up if you want.
1: I'm trying.
0: So uh, yeah, uh, the statue was covered with a thin layer of copper that was very thin, about the depth of two pennies pressed together. Uh, she was assembled on. Bedloe Island, and she was uh, a beautiful brown color. Oh, yeah, because it was copper, right? Right. And stayed that way for about 35 years. In 1920, the copper skin began to oxide and turned to a lovely sea green. is 879 feet atop of her uh, pedestal. And uh, Lady Liberty has a 35-foot waistline. I'm not, that's, I don't know.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: A, uh, she stands 305, uh, feet tall and wears a size 879 shoe.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: And a triple XDD bra. <laughs> I, yes. I don't know. Why would they even do that? I don't know. Anyway, uh, the, the yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> the the statue's pedestal was financed uh, by early crown f- funding efforts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it looks like it, don't it? it? Does yeah. Do you know I have a piece of the statue of Liberty?
1: An actual piece? Actual piece? Do you?
0: Yeah, it was it was kind of cool. Um, I forget. I'm trying trying to figure out what year. I can't remember. But they replaced the copper because the copper is very thin and getting worn out. So the old copper they took and they minted it into coins.
1: Oh, makes a great idea!
0: Yeah, yeah, and I got one of those coins, hmm. which is a piece of the Statue of Liberty. Very a nice, copper of the Statue of Liberty. There are, there's a whole bunch of them. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's one. That, oh, there's one in Newcastle.
1: A piece of the Statue of Liberty? No, oh, a
0: replica, oh, absolutely replica, replica of the Statue of Liberty in in the U.S. You know where Newcastle is, right? Yeah, that's where uh, the lighthouse is, uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse. Yes. But Newcastle is actually an island. Did you know that?
1: Uh, no.
0: You, you drive to it, but it's an actual island. The, yeah. only, the only way you can get on it is go over bridges.
1: Yep. Okay. I never knew that. Fair enough.
0: I never knew it for the longest time until I did.
1: Well it's all around here. It's you know. There's a lot going on. Yeah. With islands and stuff.
0: It's expensive as hell, that place. Oh yeah. So do you know why the French gave it to us?
1: Uh no, why?
0: It was intended to celebrate the abolition of slavery in the U.S. I don't know why the French would be interested in that, but they are. I have no clue. In the 1870s, French abolitionist Edouard de Laboulay Laboulay, joined forces with sculptor Frédéric Batahoni and renowned engineer Gustave Eiffel.
1: Sounds familiar? Yes. Eiffel? Hmm? You Knows a thing too about towers, tall yeah,
0: yeah. To dream up a monument for a gift to the United States. The statue would be a symbol of friendship between the two nations and a celebration of the end of slavery. Uh Bois quietly hoped that such a gift would inspire his own people to fight for their libertary, libertary, liberty liberty liberty. Napoleon Third had recently uh brought an end to the Second Republic, uh remaining in the power of his emperor's France.
1: Here's the oak. Oh, thought I had it here. Here's the Newcastle.
0: See? see? Yeah. You do good. That's why they call you a
1: professor. <laughs> I yeah, I never seen it. Yeah, the French kind of saddled us with the give us your tired, your huddled masses. Which by the
0: way, we turned around and used for not slavery, as, as a celebration, slavery, but a celebration Immigration. of immigration's country. It actually faces the the harbor. You when you come in, it, she's facing you. the to, to God, she's a beauty. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you know she also sways in the wind?
1: No, does she?
0: Yeah, like many politicians. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep, the the the. Gustav Eiffel, uh, famed for his certain iron tower, bears his name. Yeah, we know that. Created a statue's unique exoskeleton. The iron structure at the core of was the height of innovation at the time, capable of shifting in the wind without cracking or bending. Hmm. Sort of like the Patriots' defense.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lady Liberty uh, can sway up to three inches in any direction during heavy winds, which it does. By the way, her church, her church, she has a church, her, church, <laughs> her yes. torch can sway up to five inches. She is also uh, a magnet for, guess what? Lightning. You got it. I would imagine. 600 volts of lightning hit her every year. <laughs> wow.
1: Can't we do something with that?
0: You know, like a Tesla thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, we should. They should build something in to distribute it. So, like yeah. the bolts come out of her hand,
0: Ooh, probably hits better. her in the hand. Or yeah. Come out her
1: eyes or something. Yeah,
0: like she could strike down certain politicians she don't like, <laughs> <laughs> or anybody actually. <laughs> uh, Jane, fight! Fy- oh yeah, let has got a picture of one of these things striking a holy moly.
1: Got a uh, that's a picture of them assembling, it, I guess a part of it or something. I don't know what that is.
0: Wait a minute. Check this out. She was nearly a speaking statue. Get out. Thomas Edison. I've heard of him before, even though nobody likes him because they love Tesla. (laughs) Uh, The inventor of the light bulb. I almost said phonograph, but it's phonograph. (laughs) uh, Proposed at one point that a giant gramophone be installed inside the Statue of Liberty to enable her to speak. Uh, ultimately, her idea was rejected.
1: Has a smart move, yeah. I don't think so. It'd be kind of cool. How tall is she? Uh, 873 feet or something. Okay, 100%. we don't need a 900 foot woman talking to us all the time.
0: Doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: she's on the move. Although the Statue of Liberty is, oh, uh, well, although she is a statue, Lady Liberty is not standing still. Her right leg is the mid strike, and, wait a minute. Her right leg is in mid stride and her right foot is actually leaving the ground. Oh, She's marching forward, marching forward, moving forward, the horizon uh, forever leading the way and lighting the path to freedom
1: and liberty in the American way. So I'm a pretty patriotic guy, but I'm just not I don't I'm not as enamored with the Statue of Liberty as most. I don't know why.
0: Makes a great commercial. There you go. <laughs> but anyway. All right, so uh there it is, Statue of Liberty. I had to honor her because it was her birthday. We we do that stuff.
1: Which birthday again? I don't know. Okay.
0: <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> It's a birthday. If I had cut out the little thing from the comics, I would have had all this information. It would have been a lot easier, but no.
1: Well, let me see if I can find out.
0: You really want to find out?
1: I just If we're going to cite an anniversary.
0: All right. Please do follow up.
1: Dedicated on October 28th,
0: 1886. There you go. So, and it's some kind of investment.
1: 135.
0: 135. Doesn't look good. Does it just looks pretty good. They had to close the uh, the thing down one the time. The arm, yeah.
1: Well, the arm's still closed, isn't it? You can't go up. I believe arm. I believe they opened it, didn't they? Oh, didn't
0: they? Yeah, because uh, it has has all the windows up the top and the tour. Oh, and the torch. Yeah, and the yeah. torch. You can go Yeah.
1: The, okay, You can now. Still, I, I don't know if was, you can now. Thought Whatever. it was closed.
0: Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't planning on bringing that up. <laughs> so you know, today this next week is is it this week? When is Halloween? Sunday, right? Halloween is Sunday. Yes. Yes, yeah, Sunday. So, he- Halloween is Sunday, and and if you know it's Halloween, you go into any of the papers, magazines, radios, TV. It's stories about the paranormal. Yes. Which evidently only occurs during Halloween.
1: That's <laughs> no, when it has our attention, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know that, that scientifically they prove that that's when the veil is the thinnest between. The living and the dead.
1: Yeah. He's the same vaccine scientist we're dealing with. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I, that's what kills me. And 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 by the way, I, I saw you on um, Dr. Kim's show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and which was good. It was if you haven't seen Dr. Kim's show, what's what's the name of the show? Uh, your daily game face. Daily, I mean, she's very good and, and Lou, both of you are, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you're the yingy yangy. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, hauntingly fascinating.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. And, and it'll be even more fascinating this Wednesday morning when you show up on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Kim last week on this show.
0: Cause I have a few bones to pick with you too.
1: That's it, It's fine. Mm-hmm. Expect nothing less.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not going to like it.
1: I'm not going to like it. You're, you're going to go after me. I am. <laughs> I am. Got my sights on you. Jan says the satchel of Liberty is quite impressive up close. Really? I bet she is who jan or the statue of liberty huh no jan schmidt hey Jan, how are you yeah
0: by the way next uh i got the good thing Jan. thank you jan that reminds me next tuesday uh the dining the dead returns at the Win the restaurant i saw yes which has been what i can't remember since COVID. so covid has been like been a while almost yeah. two years right yep wow so yeah it's finally returning and uh I'm going to take a look at uh,
1: some of the strange uh, hauntings. Do you get a meal as part of it? Yeah. Is it a menu for the event or?
0: It's a Yeah, it's an event menu. You, you when you buy your ticket, you you take your. Uh, I think you have five choices. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, there's. Uh, I know there's there's uh, baked haddock, there's uh, cordon bleu, uh, eggplant palm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Oh, stuffed shells and meatballs.
1: That's okay. I have details on
0: my brain. A... Anyways, you go on a website and when you buy your ticket, and you have to buy them in advance, by the way.
1: The Wyndham restaurant, not surprisingly, in Wyndham, one of the more Wyndham, haunted. A lot of Which I've investigated stories. so many
0: times. Yeah. And if you've, you've, are a member of our Ghost Chronicles radio on Patreon, um, you've seen some of the uh, stuff that's been. Down there. So yeah. And so any one of the
1: ghosts like is blondes, right? So if you're a blonde. That's that's back in the You know it's
0: it's interesting because uh I've investigated that place for the longest period of time, which is great. Anytime you can investigate a place for a long period of time, and yet it's not uh a paranormal hotspot. Other words, everybody and their mother's not investigating it. Right it makes it a little bit more pure in your investigation because you don't have as much contamination. Yeah, Because I I, I really believe that the more a place is investigated, the more it's contaminated. Makes sense. Uh, And and I've seen that with the Houghton Mansion because we were the first to do it. And I've seen it been many, many times back there. And I saw how it's changed through the years. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, people bring their own energy, their own whatever with them. And, uh, you know, I don't know. There's, there's your, a lot of theories.
1: Good. Your ahead. thoughts on the uh, Christmas, Christmas present story? That is cool, isn't it? it, it it's unique. It's unique. If uh, For those who are unfamiliar, at one point, help went in and found some Christmas presents I, on display.
0: That's on my website if you want to grab the picture from it. I think you oh, can. On your website. Yeah. If you go to uh, anyghostproject.com, it's okay. it's it's on the photo. It might be on the. Oh, God. I can't remember now. I think it's in there.
1: Because this is one of these haunting places where it's been a restaurant for a long time, and the help reports a lot of these. It's not all ancient history. It's no, no. It's <laughs> ongoing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and like I said, I investigated. I investigated before it was the Wyndham, when it was the uh, uh, the Riviera, which was a, a French restaurant, and uh, Jean Paul was the owner at that time, and and that was the, my first investigation back then, and that's. Uh, one of the things that would happen there is some of the waitress, blonde waitresses would have their hair tugged or, and their jewelry undone. And it was so yep. interesting yep. because I was actually interviewing a blonde waitress and all of a sudden right in front of me, her necklace just fell off on the floor. Oh my God. And then when I picked it up, it was still
1: clasped. <laughs> so it was like the weirdest thing. It was still clasped. Still clasped. Wow. That's strange. So where do I find this picture?
0: Uh I don't know why I gotta go on that site.
1: Sorry, don't worry, I'll I'll run it down.
0: It might be in with photos, I'm not sure.
1: But... Uh, I'll run it down. Well, you're don't really... worry about it. You do the show.
0: Okay, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's a cool thing because I've like I said, I investigated all the time and, and I get tons of reports. First of all, I get reports from the servers, uh, then I get reports from patrons, 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 not to be confused with patreons people who are members of our dead air society yes um but yeah they uh i, I you know people will call me and they'll just say you know you know i read your, your article i saw a news thing on on the you because i've done a lot of the, the news stuff channel 7 channel uh four channel uh the, the galloping gourmet a whole bunch of other ones have, have been there and um uh, they say, oh, I, I saw that there, and, and I want to tell you my experience. There was one cool one. There was a guy that uh, used to work there, and uh, this was a few years back, and uh, he called in. He says, yeah, I was in there, and the, the setup was a little different then, and uh, there
1: it is. Yeah. Yeah. Workers went in and went found so a presence he, like this. Yeah. <laughs> they Actually, these are, by the way, these are empty boxes.
0: Yeah. And um, they were used for decorations. So they used to store them in those rooms. This is on the third floor. And um, sometimes they'd come in and, and they would be stacked in, in towers in, in the rooms. Now, they, were, they weren't in the hallway. They were in one of the, the side rooms. Right. And then one time they came in, uh, in the was here. And I don't know if you can see it, but you see the where the, the banister is. That's actually a stairway. Yep. So it would be really difficult to do that.
1: Uh yeah, you have to one assume, person, I don't know, two people, I don't know, maybe, but it's difficult. You have and, to assume at some point the staff's messing around with the staff. Yeah, that's know? what I would thought. Yeah. And and
0: yeah. I thought the staff was doing this, but it's uh it's strange. It's yeah. you know it's really difficult to catch.
1: All right. So where's when's dining with the dead and
0: uh it's on uh the day of the dead November
1: second. Okay, excellent. Yeah.
0: Yep. And uh, you, you got to get tickets in advance because, you know, you have to order your meal at the same time. You, it, it comes with the prices, includes your the presentation, includes the, your meal, everything but your your drinks. And uh, so uh, you can go to anyghostproject.com and you can buy purchase your tickets there. So anyways, um, I was talking about this guy. So he used to work there. So we was in one of the rooms vacuum and he looked over towards the hall and he saw a uh, little boy running run across the door. And it, it was like an older period because they had like knickers mm-hmm. on. Oh, okay. And the, the weird thing about it was it was in black and white.
1: The, and, kid, the kid was in black and
0: white. And only from the waist down. Interesting. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, and there's so many different reports of, of things that have happened here. Um, they used to go in, and they would find – there you go. Yeah. They would find
1: – oh, there's a menu and everything. Look there at you. you. Baked haddock, chicken cordon bleu, blue, chicken palm, stuffed shells with meatballs, and vegetarian eggplant parmesan.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they used to have steak tips, but they had to take it off the yeah. menu, unfortunately, because of the price of everything. nowadays, ridiculous.
1: Baked haddock would be fun.
0: Yeah, I, I, all these are good. I've had them uh, just, about every be wonderful.
1: Well, that goes back to what we talked about on the show, Dr. Kim and I, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more yeah. on Wednesday when Dr. you are on her show. Yeah, Dr. Kim. And you get me calling a Dr. Kim now. I'm guessing a lot of this reception is the person. In other words, maybe the spirit wasn't walking around just the bottom and in black and white. Maybe that's just the way the person maybe. received the energy.
0: Maybe the... Uh... Tooth fairies alive too? Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some things to pick on you. Guys. Yeah, I bet you do. Anyways, uh, yeah. So there's there's a lot of different reports from going on there. Uh, you know, not just visual things. Uh, they've heard uh, children running upstairs when no one's upstairs. Um, just recently, which was probably uh, less a few months ago, they. Uh, uh, on the third floor window was uh, on the window was written uh, "Get out." Oh, really? Yeah, which was from the outside, but this is up in third floor.
1: It was written on the outside. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So, whatever. And like I said, it's third floor.
1: Was it written so that the people inside could read it? In other words, was it written in reverse?
0: Oh, now you would ask me.
1: If you write it on the outside, it'd be reversed to the people inside. Yeah,
0: it was. You're right. It was. No, it was straight.
1: The people inside could read it. it people side could read it. So whoever wrote it on the outside wrote it in reverse.
0: Reverse on top of it. Yeah. Weird shit. Yep. And, uh, you know, they would come in sometimes, and this is all goes back to it. They would come in sometimes, and uh, the the windows on the second floor or the, the chairs would all be turned towards the windows as if uh, they were watching a parade or something. Uh, they would all be turned around looking out the window. Um, they had other ones, uh, the uh, the silverware, they would set the silverware up for the next day and they would come in and the fox and the knives would all be Cross. crossed. Crossed. Yeah. Crossed. So, I mean, weird stuff going yeah. on, some physical movement. Um, there's a there's a closet which is um, in the hallway and. Depending on the on the season, okay, it would be extremely difficult to open.
1: Okay. Okay, because expansion, you you know. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
0: And uh, it's during that time they they would come by and the and the door would open. Just pop. Just pop open. Yeah. And I actually have that on film. Really. I I had set up a camera, and uh, we we did it, and uh, you can see it. It's like. The camera's looking down down the, uh, I think it was a the hall then, yeah it was, and um, the door just opens right.
1: Now there's people. Doesn't uh, pop open; it just kind of eases out. Eases open, yeah.
0: So the uh, my son, who was uh, he was going into the room to this room, so he was crossing the, the hall this way, and he went by once, and when he went in there, then the door opened and he came back. And you can see him in the film he takes it and he and he looks at the the thing and he closes it right mm-hmm. and then he pulls on it and it's it's difficult to open and then he he jumps around and walks back on a thing, you know he's trying to to get it to open and and it doesn't open so yeah. i mean it, it, it's not it's one of those little who knows yeah. But I mean, there's so many different things there that, that have happened there. It's
1: it's uh, so much. You're right, though. So much physical. There's all stories about physical things happening. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And of course, there's the Maureen factor, which is another story for another oh, time. Oh,
1: Maureen's going to be there.
0: No, she was. Oh, we've investigated many times. I'll there bet. And had some actually. Actually, you know, it's. I think it's in uh, the first book, Ghost Chronicles. If you haven't, you aren't interested. You can actually hear the, uh, not hear, but you can read the story of our first investigation, one of our first investigations there, yeah.
1: but yeah, it was good. Excellent. And, uh, and the food will be good too.
0: Yeah. You know, that was one of the first times that I started working with Maureen and that's when I realized that, you know, she did have some kind of a ability. Uh, cause at that time, um, my group, I had, uh, Bob and Leslie who were, uh, Bob and Gay, Gay, excuse me, Bob and Gay, who were uh, husband and wife. And they were members of my team at that time. And uh, we were, uh, she was there and there was a lot of stuff going on. But anyways, what this incident I'm talking about and uh, she says, well, the spirit wants to talk to Leslie. Is there a Leslie here? And what I didn't even know was that Gay's name is Leslie, uh, and that's her middle name. She took her middle name rather than her yeah. second name. So, yeah, it's like well, that came out of nowhere. So.
1: That's the kind of stuff I love. When information comes out that you had no way of knowing.
0: And I didn't even know
1: that. Like yeah. I said, it was kind of weird. So it was like, wow. I don't know. So Maureen didn't have it. She just, yeah.
0: just came out. Yeah, she yeah. had just been
1: with the group. She
0: just started. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right, so. As we started this, this conversation um, with Halloween being, you know, getting all the stories and everything else, yes. there's a lot of theories why, supposedly, this activity. Now, these are...
1: Well, scientists this, this say is, the veil is the thinnest.
0: Yeah, this is really <laughs> irks me because, yeah. you know, there are theories out there. No, they're just theories. There's no proof whatsoever. But yet people just grab them and sprout them like they're they're actual facts or something. Sure. And um, so what? what are the, that's the fact that the, the veil is the thinnest between the, the realms of the living and the dead. The other fact is that, okay, wh- why is there so much activity? And then they say, well, you know, because we, it's Halloween, we decorate and everything else, so we make it spooky. So we're more attuned. It we're, makes us more attuned in. Yeah. So then uh, another theory is that um, the, uh, it's darker because the uh, atomical equinox or whatever is coming in, yeah. and, you know, whatever. So the yeah. darkness, it creates um, you know, a more uh, subtle environment for us to be able to connect. And um, then, of course, there's the moon factor, where the moon is, is usually have your, your full moon in around Halloween and, and, and that provides energy for the Spirits, and yeah. then of course all this people that are out there doing Halloween stuff provides more energy for the spirits, and
1: yeah. So these are all facts, by the way. That that why it's just they're not facts, but it, clearly they're not facts. But let's play with it a little bit. When you guys do, a I know se- you're going to jump on this. When you guys do a seance or something, we talk about it all the time. It's kind of like a light post, right? All that activity tends to attract spirit, doesn't it? When there's a connection in between, I guess.
0: Well, it's it's believed yeah you can do
1: it for a living so yeah i mean yeah, yeah you, so if we're all thinking of ghosts if we're all um we talking can, about hauntings the, the question is
0: i mean we and this is the thing i struggle with because everybody thinks like oh okay i believe this i believe that and and i don't i struggle with a lot of ideas and and yes and i say answers we connect with certain we get certain information. We see certain things. We, we have certain experiences, but I mean, do you believe your
1: seances (sighs) attract spirit?
0: Well, that's the theory behind it. And this is why I do them is because I'm trying to understand them, how they work and, and if they work and, and, and why they work. And those are the important questions. You know, we, we just, it's easy just, because we get information, it's easy just to say, to jump to that saying, okay, the ghosts are here and, and we're connecting with them and but why are we connecting them if we are connecting with them or, or what are we connecting with you know it, it's it's a host battery of things that you 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 have to weigh in and, and it's not black and white it's not it, it's you can document your experiences but you can't prove anything that we're sitting there connecting and talking to ghosts.
1: All right. So there's that theory that it attracts spirit because of the energy put out. Yes. I mean, what is the other more practical? Well,
0: let me uh, me go back. I want to touch that because I kind of went on a rant on that. Um, Is that, you know, a lot of times we do investigations and uh, we make contact spirits, made contact with spirits that. Uh, have nothing to do with the place, nothing to do with the people there. But they're what I call street ghosts, and those are just uh, spirits that are interested in in seeing what we're doing, or they realize someone's trying to connect with the other side, and they want to be heard. So
1: those are some of the the theories about it. So Yes, that's some of the attraction. Right. The other way you could look at it is we are bomb, right now as we sit in this room, we're bombarded by television and radio and cell phone signals.
0: Oh, God, we are, yeah right mm.
1: and but, e- emf
0: ultrasound
1: but we're not aware of them until, we, until we tune in and we use it with devices but with the paranormal it would be the mind where you tune in so the other theory would be that this stuff is just all there out there everywhere and it's just a matter of whether you're picking it up exactly yeah
0: right which is you know i always bring the story like you come into a room and you have bring too many mediums into a room and one tells you oh there's a little boy playing ball in the corner there and the other one says, I see a, a, a woman in a rocking chair knitting. So which one is right? It's, it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's what they're picking up. And it's very possible that if you believe in frequencies, that they're tuning in to that particular frequency of that particular spirit. Yeah. So we all know that we, as human beings, can connect with other people easily sometimes and for instance if you're married a long time you you can connect pretty much with your wife if you're a a a mother and you have a child a lot of times you connect with that child even though they're not present you still uh, connect you know when something's wrong or whatever we don't know what that relationship is but we know that it occurs so th- that's the difficult part about the whole paranormal it, it's not a black and white thing and, and most people like to put it in
1: and it's... but if either of those are true, Halloween would still fit the bill where our antenna would be up whether we're attracting it or whether it's always there and we're just tuning into it more because we're just thinking about it more we but there's no proof that uh, there's no proof of any
0: no 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 there's no proof that there's the veil is the thinnest. there's no, oh, no there's I'm... no there's no report of more ghosts during Halloween than any other time of the year.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe
0: that. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you, you, if you well, go by you, those theories, they're flawed already. So
1: when you do a seance, so when you do a ghost experience, or so you go out to do a hunt, you try to put yourself in a position where you're mentally open to it. Yes, you have to be open. And I think Halloween kind of puts a lot of people, makes people more open to it because you're just thinking about it more. It's just It's a bigger part of your...
0: But there's a difference between being open to something and anticipating something yeah. or expecting something or wanting something to happen. Right. Yeah. So if you are open to something, it means your mind is open. It's 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 available. If you're expecting something, you are actually trying to tune into something or even creating something yeah. in your own mind yeah. that may or may not be there. Yeah. So that, that's the difficulty. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, if you want to take a look at that on the most simplest uh, form, you look at dowsing. Mm-hmm. Now, dowsing is is extremely interesting. Uh, that's something I didn't believe in when I first started investigating. But uh, I took some courses in and I did some study on it. And I, I realized that uh, there has been a lot of success with dowsing. Um, and. The thing about it, though, is it's a difficult, it's much more difficult to do than people think. Now, let's let's talk about uh, spirit dowsing rather than water dowsing, okay? Mm-hmm. Because water dowsing, uh, scientists will say it's flawed. He says, oh, you find water. It's like, there's water everywhere. Uh, you just have to, you know,
1: it's kind of the dig. Same, it's going to be the, the same question. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. Yeah.
0: But anyways... Um, so, if you if you uh, use dowsing to uh, get information, for, uh, the difficult thing is that the pendulum itself. Okay, I don't, I don't know if it, and scientists will tell you that if you hold the pendulum, you have oh God, I can never see the words. Atomical, I mean, you have minute nerve and muscle movement that actually moves the pendulum. Okay, yeah, All right. So that's the scientific explanation you are moving the pendulum Mm -hmm. now i agree with that okay but the thing is okay so say i'm not consciously but subconsciously moving the 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 pendulum okay but where am i getting the information from that's that's the part that intrigues me it's where is that information coming from now if it's something and this is the the difficult thing if if you're using dowsing to get something you know get information uh for instance like um you like, you're a woman you like a, a particular guy and your mom, mom hates him. Okay. Cause he's a JD. For those who don't know what it means, junior delinquent. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, so, but you still like him. So you, you use the dials and you say, okay, should I go out? His name is Bob. Should I go out with Bob? Okay. Well, in your mind, you want to go out with Bob, right? So, more than likely, you're going to get the answer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the hard part is you have to, you know, we talked about open mind. That's exactly what you have to do in Dowson. you have to have your mind uh, totally clear. And so it's not, uh, you can not, so you're not influenced. And, and I show you this. I mean, I, I dows. don't give me, I dows, And I find it intriguing because I, I want to know where this information is coming from. And yeah, uh, a lot of information comes through in Dowson, But. I can also stand there and say, okay, uh, is Ron the most good looking guy in the world and I'll get a yes. Okay. So I I know that I'm, and you won't see my hand move at all. Right. You absolutely won't see my hand move, but my mind is influencing my movements, sub movements or whatever they are and uh, do it. So it, it's intriguing that you have to have an open mind to do it, but you have to be careful that you're not influencing. It. Otherwise, right. if you're when you go into an investigation, you want to say, "Oh, I want to see if this place is haunted," you know, and and you you're kind of getting what you want if if you're not doing it properly. So, neutrality
1: from your mind is very difficult to achieve. It's
0: difficult, extremely yeah. difficult to yeah. do, absolutely, and, th- and that's the hard part. It's the same with any other device. For instance, the Ouija board. Yep. Okay. So you very well could be moving that, that Ouija board, but that does not unvalidate the information that you're getting. Okay. So, okay. you you, you use the Ouija board and you get connected. Okay. Well, for instance, l- l- we'll talk about the, uh, uh, the one we did up in, um, Peterford pool Went late one night, just after investigation, we just took out the, uh, I forget what it's called. Spirit circle or something. It's just basically a, a Ouija board. And we, uh, we asked uh, the spirit. We connected with the spirit, supposedly. It was Leslie, myself, and uh, a woman, one of the directors from the Wood Island Lighthouse. And we ended up getting a whole bunch of information. A, a pirate was there. His name was Scud. Uh, he had gold that was buried in Biddeford Pool and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, we tried to get the location of it, which was a bunch of numbers coming through the gobble that we couldn't figure out what the hell it meant. Yeah. But that didn't work out. When we went back later on, we, you know, Jim Stoney, you found out that there was a pirate uh, named uh, Scudmore. Not a, not a short stretch. They call him no, Scud rather than Scudmore. Scud, yeah. Sure. yeah, and he was actually hung in Boston, so <laughs> he was a doctor. And uh, I found the cool, nautical. was a uh, pirate doctor? Yeah, he was a, a doctor. Who, you know, most pirates were just people who were captured. You know that, right? No,
1: No, I wasn't. It wasn't prepared. like
0: yeah, they they were like they would a lot of pirates. Okay, I won't say, but I would say most of them actually.
1: So he was a doctor first, and then he got captured. He was a doctor. He was a, a doctor pirate?
0: on a ship. He got captured, and when you uh, get captured, you, you, you sometimes you have a choice. You become a pirate. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, but you know if you get the, the interesting thing about it, see how we go off on long oh, durations, yeah. um, but the interesting thing about it is if you, you get caught right, and you're a pirate doesn't mean you're going to get hung it's only if you sign the pack oh. you sign a pirate agreement basically so if you sign that agreement you're a pirate you're hung mm-hmm. if you don't sign the agreement then you're okay you may get prison or something Well, but,
1: the pirates uh... cuz they
0: cuz they used to impress the the people so impress mean impress you know what we fought the war of 1812 for the british used to yeah. impress our Sailors and put them on British ships to work. Were that the was pir-
1: adamant about you signing the pact. Or-
0: no, 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 you had your choice. Yeah, yeah, they don't care. They oh, just- so
1: you could be a pirate without signing the pact, and
0: yeah, but you oh. didn't have the full oh. protection of a pirate,
1: you know. Oh, I see. Okay, so the pirates didn't have your back in that case, so yeah, they didn't have they you back. It.
0: but anyway, all right. So, anyways, back to the story is that I, I came, when I went back to after the investigation, was I did some digging up and I found an old newspaper article where. Oh, by the way, it was Spanish gold that he, Scott Moore said he had there. Scotty said he had there. And uh, it was Spanish gold was found in a field in Benefit Pool. Really? So we, we had, here was a thing that we were just doing uh, a game. Yeah. You know, all these things are games. I'm sorry. Um, the Ouija board was invented as a game and that's sure. whatever. Anyways. So the, all the information we got kind of was, we could explain. And yet none of us knew any of this crap and yet we were able to come up with some stuff that was really extremely interesting so we have that part where okay let's say we're moving this thing okay let's say we're moving the planet where the heck is the information coming from that's the intriguing part for me so there's no just because someone moves a, a pendulum someone moves a ouija board doesn't mean that the information you're getting is not coming from some source that you're unaware of, some paranormal source, if you want to say that. Uh, whether it's a ghost or yeah. or whatever, wherever it's coming from, uh, the greater consciousness or whatever, uh, the information is or imprinted in time. Who knows? Sure. We we don't. That's the problem. So it's so intriguing.
1: But when you, in that instance where you come up with information that you didn't have, you weren't consciously or even subconsciously moving towards that information. Exactly. You didn't have it. Came right. came externally.
0: We didn't have it. Yeah. So say we're still moving that stuff, right? We're still moving the planchette. Okay. Even if we are, where was that information coming from? Right. That's the intriguing part. And that's why I study all this stuff, because there's so many questions. Every time you think you know the answers, and, and if you look through my entire career, you will see that there are a lot of things I thought in the beginning, uh, that have changed over the years
1: this comes down to the whole consciousness thing and how this all works because again it makes don't per- know we it makes perfect sense that spirit would reach you like it would on a ouija board where it would come through your mind and interpret it in the movement and stuff like that and it makes much more sense than a spirit actually phys- i know they do but it makes more sense than a, phys- a spirit actually physically moving something yeah or showing up you know it makes more sense that they'd be able to put an image in your brain because that's the milieu they worked in and you know our consciousness and spirit probably aren't all that different we don't know what our consciousness is
0: we don't even know what spirit is to each other i mean yeah. we, we
1: always make that big leap that it's a
0: the consciousness i mean the no it's the essence of a dead person a soul of a dead person whatever you want to use
1: but what if it's just well religion aside soul is consciousness isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. It's yeah.
0: it's what what you believe in. So as I said, right. whether it's the essence or the soul of a, of a a person. The the problem is, what if it's not? What if it's just like um, radio waves that we 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 broadcast something? This show is being bro- well, if it's broadcast over the air, it's going out there and it's bouncing off all over the place, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, what if that information is out there? just out there it's yeah. forever out there bouncing around in the universe and all of a sudden we're able to tune in and that particular information doesn't mean we're connecting with a, a ghost or a spirit or a soul it could be just information we're we're connecting with it could be the
1: kashic records i mean we it's i love this stuff yeah, just Kash- i love the kashic records yeah. yeah i mean it's, but that was my that was my analogy to collective consciousness and the internet it's like all this stuff is floating out there, and we're just tapping into it.
0: That's one of the theories, and then yeah. once again, that's just the theory too. It's no, oh, yeah. no more valid
1: than than
0: believing that you're speaking to a dead person. In other words, you very well could be speaking to a dead person, as 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 equally as much as connecting to some information in the invisible web or whatever it is that we're on. So yeah. it's intriguing as hell, and and that's why I keep doing it. And I'll I'll probably never solve the the equations until i die and hopefully i figured out then
1: so for whatever combination of reasons is it more likely to have a paranormal experience around halloween than no. other times no. no yeah
0: absolutely not
1: no no <laughs> even though our antenna might be up a little bit more it's nothing to do with the antenna it's yeah. just
0: there's no there's no validity show me validity show me
1: facts facts are good no, but you would agree that getting your antenna up is important to to connecting to the paranormal
0: well that's one of the theories we don't know that for okay. sure yeah. right there are some people that see ghosts in the house they move in for the first time they don't know what the hell's going on right and they're not looking for ghosts they're not hearing for ghosts but it just shows up your people's grandfather shows up out of out of uh, nowhere then and when they they died and all of a sudden they're at the side of your bed you know my mom after my father died my they showed up in their bedroom at night. Uh, there are other places where people have gone, uh, lived in a house, and and all of a sudden there's something there. That, you know, we we don't know what what all this is, and and if our antennas have anything to do with it, it's just at that, that particular time and space, or yeah. uh, that we're able to connect whatever. Or,
1: see, I can't even explain it sometimes. Well, it, no, this is it's very little to grasp onto in terms you know, of how to deal with
0: them. You look look at the my, my experience at Wood Island again, uh, not the Scudmore one, but another one. I mean, it's simple morning, I have coffee in the in the, the lighthouse, and all of a sudden I see a dog. Okay, and I, now I'm not thinking ghost. I'm not thinking anything. I'm having coffee in the morning. I don't think of anything in the morning, trust yeah. me. Yeah. And uh, I see this, this dog that turns out to be this, well, I can't say for sure, but uh, appears to be the same dog that had died on the island, uh, that I had never known about and never seen before. But I saw a photograph and it sure looked like the, <laughs> the one I saw. But that's, yeah. I mean, the, all my experiences in my true most, uh, in seeing apparition that I believe I saw an apparition is when I wasn't looking for them, it was yeah. just a normal day part of life. And, and I think most people's experiences. I uh, just that way it's just show up in a normal point of life. And that could be for like a million reasons. And once again, it's all theories, whether that particular s- spirit wanted something, uh, you know, whether it's a, you know, a message goes where they come back to um, give you a, a message or, or let you know they're OK or, or whatever. We We don't know why. Or it's a time slip or it's we we don't know makes me cry <laughs> And I don't think we ever will to tell you the truth I really don't unless we have the only proof that we really have if, if we had something a spirit or they could just sit down and talk to us and say okay this is what it's like and and actually be seen by more than one person. Okay, and and I, met, I heard you mention that in the other show, and and I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. The more we see, but even that doesn't prove anything because you have mass hysteria, which has been seen in the past. I mean, uh, um, I remember watching this uh, show uh, back before they had all these real life ghost hunters running around. They used to do documentaries. Do you remember documentaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, they would, they were some of them. You know, they would they would get the stories and recreate it, and then they. they but I remember seeing this one um, in a cemetery. I forget. It's out in the Midwest. The mayor of the town was actually, because it was supposedly this woman who had hung herself by a tree. And there was a whole pile of people there, right? And uh, they went out and to, to see if they could see her. And then all of a sudden, uh, they saw her. And somebody said, oh, look over there. What's that? No, like, and everybody saw the spirit. Yeah. Everybody, except the cameraman, and a couple other people that were working on the show. They didn't see anything. They looked at the footage. There was nothing there. Yep. And the camera looking through the lens saw nothing. And the and the assistant crew and everything else saw nothing. But yet all these people would swear on, on a stack of Bibles that they saw yeah. that ghost. Now, were they all attuned to it? Hey, could be. I don't know. But, you know, why? The mind is very powerful. That's exactly creating We know them. that mass hysteria exists. Yeah, the uh, that's one of the theories for the. <coughs>
1: excuse me. Doing <coughs> too, too much talking today, Lou. <laughs> Man-made global warming, mass hysteria.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, famous dancing d- disease that was one of the beliefs of. Yeah. Was uh, mass yeah, hysteria. I that story, yeah. yeah. Where people dance themselves to death. No comment. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> The devil made me do it. Yeah, we should take a break because I my voice needs a break. <laughs> I know it's kind of late in the show, but sorry. Right. Can we? Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. We, we we don't have that much time. Take us back. Take us back. We're here. All right. Let's not ride. <laughs> Let's not ride. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that late, but uh, sorry. Right. <clears throat> that's probably my why my voice is going. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> drank all, all my coffee, so I'm I'm dying. <laughs> so, anyways, that's uh, uh, that's. Uh, what I thought about that, but I have, I do want to, you know, and we talk about this year, we talk about, uh, hauntings and we, you know, you look at, uh, cemeteries, right. And, and lighthouses, of course, yep. and haunted houses. And what are, what other when you say hair hauntings, what do you think of?
1: Uh, almost every building in New England, actually, oh. <laughs> they're all over the place. Uh, Butly no, I mean, restaurants, houses, restaurants, you, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't think we're really just talking about the old Ten Center Street in Newburyport, yeah, and, and we were while we were dining there, we were reading some of the stories about it. And what's this some place? some of the haunting? Uh, it used to be called Ten Center Street. It's not brick and ash. It's a restaurant. It's one of the oldest buildings in Newport, really, yeah, and it's the typical ghost stories. there's it used to be a brothel and
0: of course, yeah, the seat town, seat, yeah, port,
1: and a woman house. got pushed down to Say it was Lucinda. Yeah and broke her neck and now she haunts the place and there's a sea captain that shows up every now and again. But I remember these stories going back, you know, when I was young, when 10 center street, that restaurant used to be the big date restaurant, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, one of the older places and haunted and it's almost hard to, when I think haunting this, it's like I said, every other door here in the, yeah. in revolutionary new England is, has a haunting or two. But we think of, you know, like a history, would you think
0: about a water treatment plant? No. So that's what I mean this is this is a story um, uh, one el paso water employee is sharing stories of spooky encounters during the graveyard shift yes. <laughs> at one of the oldest locations um it's a superintendent Ruben Montes was a guest on the some podcast um, and he shared what he had seen and felt during his time at the Robinson, Ubenhauer Water Treatment Plant, also called the Canal Plant, uh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. And he and he talks about different stories. Now I, I thought this was interesting because we we never think about other places that were haunted. Yep. got about a couple minutes. Yeah, but I know uh, my my son works in uh, the uh, water treatment plants. And uh, he's heard, you know, had experiences, and he also has a a friend who's uh, an engineer at, at another water treatment plant, and uh, he definitely believes there's some spooky stuff going on at that one too. And this, you know, we're talking people with, uh, you know, upper degrees and. So is this college.
1: an area where water is moving that creates energy? Energy attracts spirit. Yeah.
0: You think it would go to a river instead of a treatment plant. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go with a bunch
1: of no. <laughs> well, now you're into my shtick, which is a uh, psychology of spirit. Why would yeah. you go there? Yeah, exactly. You can go anywhere in space and time. You're gonna go to a water treatment plant. Yeah, let's let's haunt the pooper plant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this the the interesting thing is there's so much that's it, huh? That's it. Okay. So, you know, ghosts can occur anyway, I guess what I'm saying. Uh and uh maybe I'll get some more information on on some of this why would they
1: treat water treat I don't know. Look for the Facebook page your daily game face Ronald